What's up, Dos Marcos Nation? Do we have a nation? You know, it depends we have an on audience, the definition of a nation. But I don't know. Is that just I think overused? We're oh, this nation. I don't know. Good. Dos Nation. Dos Nation. Good, good, good to see you on Facebook Live. And Kinsley, good to be with you as always. Did you know that February is right around the corner? You know, I was thinking about November and it's Thanksgiving it's and coming. Christmas and all do, that stuff. But like then when this? I think about that, no, February is around the corner. It is right around the corner. It's October and I love it, right? The pumpkin spiced stuff and pumpkins and uh, decorating pumpkins and Halloween. And then right after, I, I love this time of year. Then you got Thanksgiving and then you got Christmas and then you have nationwide, nationwide primetime. Nationwide primetime. They should make it a national holiday. These guys, it fits right after. Wait, we were asking if we had a nation, and we do have we a do. nation. We have nationwide. Nationwide. So, um, you guys, it's very important. February 9th through 12th in Houston, Texas, my hometown. We are going to have a blast, by the way, because that's my stomping grounds. I mean, and I haven't been, you know, I haven't lived there in a long time, but my brother. And my I want to go dad, by and see the, the Mark Quinn statue. <laughs> Houston. No, no. I hope not, it doesn't. Ha- yes, not one of those. Now, yes, and they took it down. <laughs> well, for safekeeping for the winter, <laughs> they took it down. Uh, no, but anyway, I can't wait to go. Houston's a great town, and uh, Nationwide is a great organization. And the cool thing is, you and I got to do our first thing at Mattress uh, Mattress University. Mm-hmm. Jeff Rose sent us a note and said, "Hey, come back, do it again." So we're going to be there uh, doing another big speech. Not entirely sure what it's going to be yet. We'll we'll be figuring that out. If you have any ideas, send them to us. Uh, what should we spend an hour doing? on stage for you. But anyway, it's going to be cool, man. We're going to be there with lots of the retailers that we met. We met a lot of people, didn't we? We met a lot of people and we had a great time. And on stage, I mean, we had robes on, like boxing robes and boxing yeah. gloves. We had a stuffed chicken that was abducted in New Orleans Stolen, later on. No question. Chicken Stanley's still missing. Stolen. If you if you've seen him, if anybody hurts a comb on his head or a feather on his little fur, a comb, feather on his fur. A comb on his head? It's a, yeah, it's called a comb. It is? Yeah. For real? Yeah. I did not know that. Anyway, we're going to have another chicken. We'll replace him. But uh, we're going to be there. It's very cool. Retailers from all over come. They learn. They talk. They go to educational sessions. There's big savings. By the way, you can justify this. We talked about this before, Kinsley, where you can justify it because there's so many good deals. Uh, they do the, the show, special specials. Hot, so show specials and people can save a ton of money and pay for their trip just by on the money that they save during the show specials. So yeah, so check it out. Go over to nationwideprimetime.com, get registered, sign up, and we'll see you there. Dos Marcos Podcast. It's the greatest mattress industry podcast on the planet. Wait, isn't this the only mattress industry podcast? He's Mark Kensley. I truly felt bad for you at the time. He's Mark Quinn. I think Bigfoot was actually very pleasant. Together, they are Dos Marcos. My daughter, I have a little story to tell you, and it's a good reminder. You ready? Ready for this. I'm going to try really hard not to cry. (laughs) You're looking at me like... I I really like where this is going. No, I mean... I need to set the bar at 30 seconds. Yeah. Take the over under on whether he's going to cry or not. Don't do that. I'm going to get very reflective and try to encourage no, the tears. I'm not. I'm not. But I, I do want to say this, though, for everyone listening before we get into the subject for today, what you're going to lead us through is my daughter, Gabby, is a senior in high school and it was just her last game for senior night. So she's played softball since she's like seven. 
And so now it's her senior year and all these things, people listening to this, who've had kids go on to college, are going to totally relate. But, um, so we're having all this reflection and it's sadness because it's a chapter of your life closing. And I just want to say that like watching her in her last game and there were tears and hugs and a lot of reflection on, Oh my God, I remember like doing it when you were young, um, and, and bringing you through and catching the ball with you and hitting you fly balls. It's a sadness, but it's a joy too. And I'm, here's what I can say to you. Thank God in heaven. I can look back and say, I did this part, right? Which was, I spent quality time with that person, that human. And, um, the connection to her is what it is today. And I'm just saying, it's a little reminder for you listening to this. Don't live past that. Uh, if you've got younger kids or whatever, make sure, make sure you're in the moment with it. And, um, because now I'm, I'm literally, I had this, this thought of this fear at one point, like I'm driving along and it was a relief because I didn't, I didn't live past that moment. And, um, so anyway, it's, uh, it's kind of crazy, but now she's going to be gone soon. But anyway, so live in the moment, people. Uh, don't take that extra trip if you don't have to take that extra trip. And um, so it just goes by fast, doesn't it? Time what are, just goes what by. are some of your favorite memories with Gabby? Like, is there anything <laughs> you, you look like back on? No, I'm serious. I know you, got, you are. I, you have such a wonderful family. Your kids are, they have such great spirits about them and they're incredibly kind. And you can tell they that are. their mom and dad invested time with them to give them good examples yeah and and they're just loving you know young young people and just they're going to turn into amazing adults and they are when you look back as you're you know as you're driving along you're being reflective are there any stories that stand out and you're like well you know just she she and my son are so different but um i don't know man the family vacations we took i remember those times just having fun and laughing and our our team our, our family is a real team so i've always tried to make it about that and just keep reminding them that hey we are you know we are a unit and we got to stick together so probably the family vacations i think um you know having her learn how to sell so we created a presentation um, to sell like these cougar cards, which were discount cards. Right. And so whoever sold the most in their school got these awards. So <laughs> of course being a marketing guy, I created a presentation for her and we went out and we took it to Leggett and Platt in the conference room there. And I made her develop this presentation with me, taught her how to use PowerPoint, stand in a conference room with 20 people and give the presentation on why the card was so valuable. Never forget that. And, uh, everyone in the room, of course, bought one, you know, what, what are they going to do? But she just, she was a champ and then it went so well and she sold more than anyone in the school. She had to actually give that presentation to everyone at the school. And I just remember being really proud of her for that. I remember like so many, like we traveled for softball for probably three years with this team called the Batitudes and they won a, a national title and just being a competitor and working hard and, um, yeah, seeing, seeing what she's turned into today. Um, and all the, the, the time on the softball field together, just, no, there's a moment you can't ever get back, but they're, they're fond memories. And I'm just really glad I was there. Yeah. Really glad. So, and I had parents like that too. They were present for me, but anyway, so yeah, how about that? Live in the moment people. That's what I'm saying to you right now. We're going to have to go live back again here and we can tell, hold on. You can just keep fake talking for a minute. Tell keep me another, me- keep, keep me, tell me another memory. <laughs> well, I don't want to bore everyone with all that, but, um, you know, I, I do, I do know this when you, when you, when we first had kids, everyone's like, Oh man, live in the moment. You, it, the time passes fly, but 
thing if they weren't right, man. It does. It passes so freaking fast. And, you know, I look about it even on the calendar. We just talked about it. It's already like Halloween. It seems like every year just goes so quickly and it's Christmas again. And so anyway, and, and you know, I had a, a, a nun. I went to Catholic school when I was a kid. And she said to me, Kinsley, and it's true. As you get older, time passes faster. Do you think that's true? Why is that? Ha- why does Do it happen that true? way? Does it work for you that way? This past year has been a blur. Yeah. That's for sure. Okay. Yeah, Busy, right? So you're busier. Yeah, busier. Right? I think time slows down whenever you do things that are different than what you normally have as part of routine. And I've read that somewhere and it seems to be the case. Right. So I try to do a lot of variety, like whether it's in my day-to-day stuff or in travels. But yeah, I mean, it, it's it's definitely on the move. Yeah. But I think... You know, that's maybe some of the some of the stuff we need to be concentrating on. I mean, it is such an over communicated, chaotic world that, you know, how do you slow down? Like what are kind of those bigger skills that you have to learn so that you can take a break and be present in the moment and make time feel like it's going a little bit slower? I don't know if you can do it. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. I always would joke and I'm like, stop growing. You know, Nick, my son is now like six feet. I'm like, stop. He's looking down at you. He's totally looking down doing? at me for sure. Is he dunking now? He's done. He dunk? Yeah, man. He's he's he gets up. He's got hops. He uh he works real hard, works out, gets his legs strong. But anyway, so yep, we'll freeze time. Figure that one out. So you have a nice little nifty book there. By the way, the cover of this book, I literally went to peel off. It's like got duct tape on the front. That picture is so good. I, I tried to peel that off of there and it's not. It's like part of the image. Yeah, it's called Made to Stick by Chip and Dan Heath. And I've had this book for years. So they're and, brothers? Or? Yeah, they're brothers. And I think they work for Stanford. Uh, but anyway, they um, are researchers and, and educators and, and authors. And they, they wrote this book and it's really good. And it's called Why Some Ideas Survive and Others Die. Hmm. And they tell a great story to kind of illustrate this, this message. But I thought it was kind of relevant to, to retail audiences today because... You know, if, if people walk in and let's say they're a be back, like they love to, I'm going to be back. I got to go do a little bit of research, but I'll be back. If you have a be back come in the store, what if they did that to three or four other people? They're going to come back to the person that's memorable, to the person that was sticky. For sure. So the, the, the principles in this book made to stick, I think can be applied in sales presentations. They can be applied in marketing and conversation and communication in general. Because, you know, this is the, the age in which we live. It's the attention economy. And if you're not grabbing people's attention and making yourself memorable, then you're missing out on huge opportunities. So it almost becomes a new skill you have to develop. Like, you know, back in the day, like, if you couldn't plow a field, you may not eat. Sure. Right? I mean, if you couldn't hunt or go figure out how to pick up berries, like, you had to develop those skills and understand the seasonality and the patterns of the animals you had to develop certain skills to survive. So when I think about the age in which we live, what are those principles that you need to be working on, those skills, so that you can survive and thrive in a very chaotic, over-communicated world? So what's your thing, right? Like yeah. what is your unique selling proposition as a human being? I, I remember, I, I think about, to my kids, right? So there's personal brands today. Like kids are learning, they don't know that they're learning this, but TikTok, you know, Twitter, 
they say TikTok famous or Insta famous or you know on on these it used to be Vine famous for a while. The what? It was Vine famous. Vine for a while. Vine famous. Vine's yeah. gone. So how do you how do you stand out in that sea of like massive amounts of information? How do you get sticky? I remember meeting this girl in grade school, and I did, so like still remember it to this day. Her name was Penny Nickel, right? <laughs> so she would say, "Hi, I'm Penny Nickel," and or you can just call me Six Cents. <laughs> right so i will never forget her name or her because of the way she did that now when you introduce yourself hi i'm mark kinsley have you ever done anything like i know i have like hi i'm mark quinn like x marks the spot or mark quinn like the mighty quinn not that i think i'm mighty but it'll help you remember my name like i try to think of something clever that maybe makes me stick have you ever done anything like that I have not, but I have examples. Okay. Maybe I need to come up with my thing. Maybe we What's should come thing? up with my thing go. right now. Let's do that. X, you actually told people X marks the spot. Well, I don't know, but you, they didn't forget. I mean, it's cheesy and stupid and whatever, but you know, if like it's loud or whatever, I go X. And, and I wouldn't just say it, by the way. I would like cross my hands like X marks the spot, like make a joke out of it. <laughs> Stop. Don't laugh at me. Uh, but you know, to try to help them remember. Did if you get I, her phone number, by the way, when I you did, did it? I actually did. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I always like it whenever there are two Robs in the room. Sure. Hey, I'm Rob. I'm Rob. Two Robs don't make it right. <laughs> See, that's worse than X marks the spot. Well, we, being Mark, don't people go, oh, um, uh, what would they say? The joke always, I would get Mark Mark, the hair lift dog. Or I get Marky Mark. Marky Where's Mark. Where's the oh, funky See, That's bunch. a good one. That's a good Where's one. Where's the funky You bunch? can say, you know, Marky Mark. There you go. Yeah, Marky Mark. Uh, there's a guy that was running for office. And for state rep, not state rep, for Congress. And his name, he was an auctioneer, so he had a big personality. And his name was Billy Long. Oh, sure. You know Billy Long? Billy Long. And so I met him the very first time. And he walks up to me and he has a business card. And he flips it over and he goes, there's Long and the short of it. No. <laughs> Billy Long. Yeah, and he had just a couple of things about his, his stance on different issues and things like that. But I never forgot it. it was very memorable. There's the Long and the short of it. And it branded with his last name, sure. Billy Long. Uh, so I love, you know, quick, you know, quick hitters like that, that sure. you know, get to the point of you know, who somebody is and make yourself memorable. But I think it's pod- cheesy, but if you don't do it, you're not standing out. Well, the, when you said to me, Hey, when, when we were talking about doing this podcast thing, um, and you said, and I'm like, okay, after some reluctance, I'm like, okay. And then you go, well, what do you think we should call it? And you go, Dos Marcos. I mean, it, like literally, I, met, it, I, I don't know that you had another option. It was like the first thing that came out of your mouth. I'm like, all right. And I thought about it and I'm like, number one, who else? Like, who? you're not going to forget that. It's so stupid, right? I mean, it's not <laughs> like we put a lot of thought into it. But I mean, I thought about it. I'm like, well, it's, it's memorable, right? It's, it's silly and it's goofy. And the URL won't be expensive. <laughs> Dos Marcos podcast. No, they're so like, that's sticky, actually right? actually giving it away. Like you can have you this one for free. Um, another thing I used to do when I would travel when I was first a rep calling on retail stores. So I was young. I was like 28, like never been a mattress rep before. Stearns and Foster. I would go into stores. I learned one magic trick. Okay. So when I would go in and do sales training, I would take a little handkerchief and put, let's see, profits on it or something like that. And, and I'd write it down. And then I would say, and look, and if you're not careful, dun, 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 and I'd make the handkerchief disappear. I'd show them profits on the handkerchief. And I said, your profits will disappear, right? If you're not selling my, or whatever, I don't know, cheesy. Yeah. 
but I became like recognizable to people as like a guy that could do magic. Right. I guess it was stupid, but it was sticky. So how about you? Carry, you carry the harmonica? Carried harmonica to be. Yeah, for yeah. sure. 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 There, so I, magic is a great one. I have a friend, his name is Matt and I had no idea he, he did magic, but he doesn't just do magic. He's like Phil Sherman a magician. Yeah. Phil, Phil Sherman. Sherman's wizard. Yeah, yeah. He's sticky. Phil Sherman's part of some sort of group that is, you know, only dedicated to magicians. The magician mansion in LA and I'm getting the name of that yeah. wrong, but he's a member of that. And to, to actually be a member of that, you have to um, be able to go in front of their board and perform magic. Well, yeah. And then you get to be a member. And so anyway, but yeah, yeah. My friend Matt, I'm at his house one night, and there was a group of people. It was a party. We're having fun. Next thing I know, Matt is doing these card tricks that are like on the level of world class. Wow. I mean, at one point, he's sitting there talking to us, doing this, and the cards in the deck, and the card was signed, and oh, yeah. all of this. It's in the deck, and he starts coughing violently, and the chewed up, broken up card comes out of his mouth, and it was the card that was supposedly in the deck, and I'm like, what? on earth is going on. So wow. now when I meet people that know Matt, I'm like, have you seen him do magic? Yeah. Like I'm recommending they get him to do magic for them. So, so it's memorable. That's it's, it's very sticky. That's sticky. That's really sticky. So can you think of examples, Kinsley, in this industry of retailers or mattress brands? Look at what purple's doing, right? Their stuff's sticky because like the, the content, their approach to the advertising is so unique. I mean, it's like I can... Like if, if you think, okay, tell, tell me about the commercials and you go, yeah, I can, I can think of two or three of their commercials. Actually, they're sticky and they're sticky because they're fun. They make you feel something and they're fun. Well, and they're, they're unexpected. And that's one of the principles in this book. Um, simple. They use the, the acronym success to, to get to the, the spirit of what actually sticks. Simple, unexpected, concrete, credible, emotional stories. That's what sticks. And if you think about purple i mean it, it was unexpected to see an egg or eggs attached to a large piece of glass dropped onto a mattress and they didn't break and then you have goldilocks telling the story i mean that was new and different um and so yeah that very very much fits into the unexpected piece of the puzzle and here's the deal if you do something unexpected it interrupts our schema our guesser which we're very good at i mean we talk about time passing very quickly it's because a lot of the stuff around us is not threatening and there's no opportunity. So as human beings, we're going to pay attention to threats and opportunities, but something outside of that um, is different. You pay attention to it. It's going to grab your attention. It we pay attention to threats more, by the way, than opportunities. It reminds me, Kinsley, of um, our experience at the Wizard Academy in Austin, Texas, and studying with uh, Roy Williams and his whole speech on third gravitational bodies. And I know you and I loved that part of that day. It might've been because we were a couple bottles of wine into our lesson for the day, which there you get to drink wine as you not, learn. Not a couple of bottles each. No, no, no. I don't think. No, 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 no. It, it was shared. It was shared amongst, <laughs> amongst many. Uh, but no, it was third gravitational body. And so in, I, th I liken that concept to what we did with the get hybrid video, right? It's the expected is maybe a couple hip dudes doing a video, um, a couple guys doing a rap. Um, what was completely unexpected is the subject matter, which was it being about a mattress. Like 
that just hit people like are you like when when we would tell people about what we were doing and that we had done a rap video about mattresses they're like are you crazy right yeah. it was the unexpected it was that third gravitational body yeah when i had two you know 9000 pound asian elephants educational by the way they're, they're part of education tour uh come in and like step on some of the componentry at like it pretty unexpected and pretty you know magnificent by the way but yeah, it's, it's what can you do to stand out and make yourself really different? Because if you fail to do that, you failed out of the gate. You've wasted all your money. Trent Ramberger is fantastic at this. He's always coming, you know, he came up with all these crazy commercials about Austin Powers. He's come up with ways to, to extend that kind of whimsical, funny brand with a puppet that looks like him called Lil Trent, you know, Trent and Lil Trent. So yeah, the unexpected piece is, is really good. And unexpected doesn't have to be this jarring, attention-grabbing thing as well. Um, unexpected can be what they, they talk about in this book, opening these, these loops in your mind that you want to close um, and taking people on a journey. So kind of like taking a picture and only showing the audience half of the picture so they have to build the rest of that image in their mind right something yeah. like that yeah absolutely i mean if you look at some of they were talking about in this book like some of the best uh written papers about science of all time started with questions well that you know that takes people and opens these loops in their mind and you want to have it closed you know so if you started to tell me a story it's the classic cliffhanger and you stopped telling the story in the middle then people are going to be like, well, what happens? You know, you got to tell me the rest of it. I like, I like movies that start with this dramatic scene. And then on the screen, it says three months earlier, like some crazy stuff's going on. Yeah. And you're like, what, like what, how did that guy get in that situation? And then it goes three months earlier. So now you're wondering how the hell did they get, in that right so they rewind and they tell you they bring you to that point i think those are fun to watch yeah so when you're selling mattresses what are some of those intriguing questions that you can that you can open up for people to become part of that story the story of that product the story of their sleep journey and how you can take them through the show floor so you I know, what if i told you that there are five ways to to improve your sleep improve your life look better feel better and you're going to go out and change the world because you're going to feel so good. I'm going to take you on a journey of these five things. Do you want to know? I mean, that's pretty intriguing because people then, are like, what is, and you're not going to believe number four when we get there. Right. <laughs> you plant the seeds like that, open the loop in their mind that they're going to want to close. Right. Um, so I want to go back to that. But before we do talk about unexpected, you know, it's really unexpected. Pure, Pure care. care's 30% off deal. 30% off. It's true. Sarah sends us an email and she says, Hey, for anyone who's not doing business with pure care, uh, either a nationwide member or even not, then you can send an email to this 3430, 30 F O R 30 at pure And that's the number three is in the number there zero. Yep. So three, zero, three, four, three, zero. Yeah. So 30 F O R 30. <laughs> I think we got it, do we? You know what I'm saying? The number 30, the word four, and then the number 30 again. That's it. That's it. That's, that's my it. word. I think we got it now. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, email them and they'll hook you up. But here's the thing. You want to bring in stuff um, and have a good opportunity to make some money, be really strong in the fourth quarter of this year or the first quarter of next year. 
let them know. And are you enjoying the peer care stuff they sent you? Love I am loving stuff. mine too. What like what is the biggest impact on you? I love that pillow, that soft cell pillow. Yep, I love it. And and I think it's because I like kind of that feel of traditional down, but I don't like to be completely sunken in concaved head down into the pillow and they have these chambers in there that keeps the film material in each of its spots it's really soft it has the the, the good profile for my body type you know keep my spine all alignment i love that pillow and i tell you what the uh the modal sheets and the bamboo sheets have been great man. see These i've got feel the feel really good i've got the tin cell sheets man that's hard to beat i that's, gotta try those it's like butter i gotta try those it's like butter you slide right out of the bed uh, anyway, back to our stickiness. Well, so, hey, but this offer from Pure Care, the thirty percent off, yeah, yeah, it fits into this sticky, the sticky book that I'm talking about here. It's what unexpected. makes it because con- no, it's concrete and unexpected. Yeah, that's yeah. I didn't expect the thirty percent off as people were getting ready for their Black Friday and the holiday stuff. That Sleep Essentials category, they stock up on it, but it's concrete. It's very vivid. You know, when you're communicating to people, thirty percent off Pure Care products is very concrete. So if you're selling a car, here's where people get in trouble. This is a high performance automobile, high performance. Well, what does that mean? That's not concrete. It's not vivid enough. So you have to say, this is a V8 engine. That is zero to 60 in in 4.2 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. What does it do and why does that matter? And so you got to get concrete, not talking in abstractions. That's the luxury of people who are educated in the subject matter, which most people aren't. So can you, do you see this stuff at retail with mattresses? I do. Um, I, I think what, what, what you just said made me think about Kinsley was context. So um, it's important to know the context of where you are, because if you don't appreciate that, then you can't evolve out of that, right? So what is, what is the expected in our industry? The expected is they go online, they shop online. So what does your brand look like there? Is there anything unexpected or sticky to it? Or does it look like just another freaking website with mattresses on it? Okay, that's number one. Uh, But then when they actually come into your store, is there anything to that? Like, what is the experience? Take yourself, go shop yourself if you haven't been and see what that experience is like for everybody and then go, okay, that's not, we're not delivering the same stuff everyone else is delivering. We're going to do it differently. And at least you have a baseline to go, okay, this is what everyone's getting. How are we going to be better and different and sticky so that when they leave their store, they've been to two or three locations and they go, where are we going to buy? How are you going to be the one that sticks out in their mind? Yeah. And one of the ways you can stick out is through credibility. I mean, it's the, the second C in this formula. Simple, unexpected, concrete. That's that vividness. Incredible. And, you know, we worked on this when we were at Leggett with Sleep Geek. Because we're sitting here going, if somebody's out in the marketplace and they're shopping for a mattress, and you have somebody say, hey, look, I want to talk to you about your sleep. And I have a diploma on the wall that says I've invested in my sleep education. Sleep Geek. So I can help people find out ways to sleep better and make sure the products, you know, work for your sleep style. That's establishing authority, authority and credibility. But if you're like, yeah, I'm a sales guy and you know, I kind of like it and you don't, you don't treat it like a professional, what are some of those ways that you can enhance your credibility with people when they come in the store? And you really need to think about that because it may not be something that you're flying that flag and be like, I'm a sleep expert, I, am, I got my sleep geek diploma, 
But when it comes up in conversation, you can establish credibility with confidence instead of sitting here going, man, I hope the guy across the street's not a better salesperson than me. Credibility matters to people. Authority matters to people. It does. It, it does in the way that you position yourself. So you can do through advertising, right? So people like Jordan's have sleep lab coats. Uh, there is um, some diagnostic systems that people lay on. So there's that in search credibility because, you know, there's a whole system and process that people go through. Um, and I think also, isn't it just your approach? that can be so credible. Like if you're dealing with a typical sales guy, like the used car mentality where there's lots of pressure and manipulation and you know, that's one thing versus, you know, how about credibility in terms of when you go into a sleep shop and the very first question they ask you is how are you sleeping? Yeah. Yeah. How's, or, your, how's your sleep? Or, or what about going to the factory where the mattresses are made? Yeah. I've been to this factory where this mattress is made. Or I'll, I sleep I'll on this picture. bed, yeah. I sleep on this mattress. You know, one of the best sales guys I know in the, in the world, he's, he works in men's clothing, and he's a friend of a friend. This guy, he's never hurried. He's never desperate for a sale when somebody walks in because he's always working to care about people. So he's prospecting all the time. I say prospecting, maybe maybe the better word is like he's serving his existing client base all the time. He's calling them. He's saying, we got this in. I thought of you sending emails. But on top of that, he goes to Italy where the clothes he sells get made. And he spends time with the people that are hand sewing. You know, that's credibility. That's big. Yeah. And he goes there because, you know, he wins these contests too. So he's, I was one of the top five, you know, people in the country to, so anyway, there are, all kinds of ways to establish credibility, but think about yourself as a consumer and be like, what would stand out? How can I make myself more credible? Credible. That's uh, definitely a way to get sticky. Number five, you're going to like this one on our tree, on our, on our ladder of success, mm -hmm. simple, unexpected, concrete, credible, and emotional. Emotional. Yeah. I cheated. I'm sorry. I saw your Sleep page. is an emotional, <laughs> it's inherently emotional. So how can you talk to people about, Hey, how you feeling? Oh, my back hurts. What do you make of that? Oh gosh, I don't know. Well, tell me what you've been doing. I mean, getting into somebody's sleep and how it impacts their life, their pain, um, the frustration, those are emotional things. And you are uniquely positioned to help potentially solve those problems. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take you through Kurtling taught me this technique, and it's really, really cool. And you can get to emotion, Kinsley, in like four or five questions, maybe six questions. So are you ready? We're going to role play here a second. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you walk into the store and I'm in the sales associate. Okay. Now think about how you might react if you're just a customer looking for a bed. So, Hey, how are you doing? Good, good, good. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Another Saturday on the town here. That's uh, I like the pink boa you have on, by the way, it's beautiful. Accent your eyes. You know, it's uh, it's boa season. <laughs> okay. That's good. You made me laugh. Uh, okay. So anyway, um, I'm, I'm glad you're in our store. I, I just want to know, um, why are you here today and how can we help you? I came in looking for a mattress. So if you can help me find a good mattress, I think that'd be great okay. for my master bedroom. Okay, cool. And so why do you need a new mattress? Uh, the one I have, I think is actually too firm. Okay. And so how are you sleeping right now? I mean, you say it's too firm, so it's not feeling that great. I assume you're not sleeping great. There are times in the night when I wake up for about an hour, hour and a half, and it's happening frequently in the middle of the night. 
So I'm not sleeping all the way through the night. So it's a big sleep disruptor for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And at first I couldn't figure out like what it was, but I have a pretty good feeling like I'm, it's not soft enough. Like I'm not sinking down in yeah. enough and I, I feel like stretched out. Cool. So, um, when you aren't sleeping well, tell me about that next day. How do you feel when you wake up as a result of being on this bed? Well, right away, I don't feel much, but throughout the day is when I notice, you know, my ability to be patient is tested. Okay. And you know, I don't like having an afternoon drop off. I want to feel energized throughout the day. And so if you're not being patient during your day, what is the down? What is like, what is the result of that? If you're not patient, I mean, I I assume that could even translate to your family. Yeah. I mean, that's the main thing. It's you want to, I want to be, you know, present for my family and presence to me is, is about the quality of your presence in that moment. So if you're, you know, agitated or you're not patient or you, you know, you're having a hard time focusing and concentrating, then, you know, you're not living your best life. Okay. So then can you remember a time when you did sleep well and what was the difference? What was the biggest difference between then, then and now? Oh, the times I do sleep well, none of those issues happen and you feel like a human being. Right. So in five or six questions, you get from I'm shopping for a bed to put it into your words, I want to live my best life in five questions. Yeah. It didn't take long at all. It's literally starting with the problem and building on each question into a place that gets them to understand that what they're about to do is important enough that it could literally make their life better. And it got to the emotional piece of the equation very quickly. You know, I mean, those, that series of questions got to the emotional part very quickly. Um, yeah, I love that. And and I tell you, if, if you take time and you don't rush people into what size of mattress are you looking for? And let me show you some, some that'd be a great King for a master bedroom, or this is perfect for a guest bedroom. If you just take a moment and pause and just do what you just did. And we've talked about this before. Open ended questions are your secret weapon. They're your secret weapon because most people are going to rush, but people want to talk. They want to be heard and you're giving them the space to do it and you can map it to something that can improve their life. That's the emotional. It does. And it goes back to credibility, right? Even there, like searching for the emotion. If you're searching for the emotion to manipulate them into a sale, that's one thing. If you're searching for the emotion because you know that if you can get them there, they're going to invest in a better product that will ultimately deliver a better quality of life. So if that's the purpose behind what you're doing, that's awesome. And that purpose will drive better sales for you because it's authentic, it's genuine, and you legitimately want to help that person. Well, and here's the thing. you A lot of people talk about passion. And should, I should follow my passion. I should follow my passion. Well, what if your passion is fleeting? Like it's not something you're going to be passionate about forever. Well, we've talked about this before too. You should develop a habit of passion. Well, how do you do that? Well, you pick a subject matter that you you are you know maybe somewhat interested in, but then you you figure out a way for that subject matter to to like map to your talents. Um, Give me an example. So the story of the 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 story of the um, the scullery maid. I wrote a guest blog for you, but in the past you go. I you go to mquinn.com, you can read this. It's one of my favorite stories of all time. Um, the story is 
a scullery maid is somebody who worked back in the old dingy kitchens back in the olden times. And there was a scullery maid who, who she would scrub the floors and she would clean the pots and clean the kitchen. And she didn't want to be doing that. She wanted, she wanted something more out of life. And she, she found out about this famous, uh, this famous guy who, who was a speaker and an educator and she went to see him and she really wanted to meet him because that's who she wanted to be. She wanted to travel the world speaking about all these different topics and be, be smart and be recognized and be valued. And so she went to the speech um, and at the end of it, she, she basically stumbled, jumped into the aisle. She did a stumble jump into the aisle in front of this guy and said, I just wanted to meet you because I want to be like you. And he says, what do you do? And she said, I, I'm nobody. I'm just a maid, scullery maid that you know scrubs the floors and cleans the pots. And, and he, he said, and what do you want to do? I want to travel the world like you. I want, to, I want to do the things you're doing. And I want to be revered and renowned. And I want to educate people. And I want to give these speeches and travel. And he says, what is on the floor and she said stones and he said what is under the stone and so she she's looking at him with this look on his face like she goes I don't know I just scrub the stones on the floor that's all I do and he said what is the stone made of and she said I I don't know. He goes, here's my address. Send me paper. What is the stone made of? So she's like, okay, this guy's willing to talk to me and open up communication with me. So she goes back and she starts researching the stone. First she picks it up and looks at it. And then she gets a little bit of it and breaks it apart and looks inside of it. And then she finds out it was from a, a local quarry. And she goes and talks to the stone cutters and she talks to the quarry. She gathers up all this information and she writes this, this paper and she sends it to, to, to this person who she wants to be her mentor. And he writes her a letter back and he says, what is under the stone? And so she went to the, to the kitchen and she found a loose stone and she picked it up and underneath the stone there was an, an ant. And she told him, writes him a letter, and he says, tell me everything you can about the ant. So then she, she took what she did with the stone to the next level. She talked to people that knew all kinds of information about bugs. She, went, she traveled to a library. She looked up everything she could about ants. She went out in nature and she started observing ants and cataloging their behavior and digging apart the ant colonies. And she wrote pages and pages and pages uh, to, to the point where it got up near 100 pages about ants and she sent it to him and a couple weeks went by she didn't hear from him and she wrote she finally got a letter in the mail and the letter said congratulations you are now the world's foremost expert on ants travel the world give speeches and entertain audiences in front of her the whole time was subject matter passion right it was all around her but directing her passion at something specific wasn't the issue 
She could she could have wrote about a chair. She could have wrote about the clouds. She could have wrote about ants. She needed somebody to focus her on the fact that the vehicle for getting to where you want to go doesn't really matter. It's developing the passion and doing the work that gets you to the place where you can uncouple yourself from the herd and you are an expert in something. So go give speeches, travel the world, and be be revered at that point. So it's 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 a lesson in practicing passion, practicing your craft, and it doesn't really matter the subject. I'm not I'm not passionate about ants. Who needs ants? But I never thought I'd be passionate about mattresses. That is awesome. Great story. Uh, and what it made me think about was how many people listening to this or are in the business or trying to separate themselves from the rest of the salespeople on their sales floors. Or if you own a store, trying to separate their stores from others in the same market they're in or people that are building products and bringing them to market, lift up the stones and discover for yourself, because it's there, right, Kinsley? I mean, how many times have we seen it? The story is there. The passion's there. If you go looking for that, and um, then you too get to travel the world and share that passion with uh the audience because there's an audience for it you just got to find the audience well and after 127 podcasts um one thing i've realized is there are a lot of people who have figured out the mattress industry can be their ant you know it can be it can be the vehicle um for exercising and demonstrating your passion Maybe it's somebody that's passionate about, you know, making a factory work. Maybe it's somebody passionate about interfacing with other human beings and training them. Maybe it's somebody that's passionate about marketing. Maybe it's somebody that's passionate about being an entrepreneur. Um, but they figured out that this industry is a good one that helps people and that it has become their vehicle. It's become their stone and it's become their ant. You know, passion is contagious. And when you share it, when it's authentic, when it's real, when there's purpose in it, then you will connect with your tribe and the consumer will appreciate you for it and you'll get paid for it. So go to mquinn.com and in the search bar, search for scullery made, S-C-U-L-L-E-R-Y made, or just search made and you can find Kinsley's story. It's right there for you. So I hope that we've given you a few things to chew on here. Um, how do you make yourself stand out? You know, this book made to stick is a really good read. I've referenced back to it for years. So I'm very hesitant to like recommend books, but if it keeps coming back as like a classic, then I'll be like thumbs up. And, uh, this one and the 22 immutable laws of marketing are a couple that, you know, and you've, you've done tons of blogs on that one. Um, but hopefully we gave you something to chew on, like making yourself stand out, making your business, making your brand sticky, uh, because we, we do. And I think that the people that will do the work are generally good actors in the industry. So we want you to go out there and do that work. We Be big. We, we promise you this. If you do that, if you haven't done it already, and if you do that and you find that connection and you find your passion, the reward to you personally from a gratification perspective 
jumps so high. It's such a big deal. And uh, your customers, they're going to see it. They're going to feel it. And you're going to get paid for it. So pursue it. You can bounce on it. What is a hybrid? It's like peanut butter jelly, peanut butter chocolate. Hybrid so tight, there's no way that you could topple it. Hybrid on my wrist, that's a calculator watch. We add ourselves together and we take it up a notch. Got the airflow, yo, keep you cool as it get. Visco foam alone to make you drip sweat. Get a hybrid mattress, yes, you'll get better rest. Cool and comfortable. Hybrid like a sweater vest. You know the game, we're ahead of the sun. Cause the two of us together are way better than one. Cause I'm cool. And I'm hot like a heater. Bounce by the ounce. Now we got it by the leader. Well, you take a spring and you wrap it up right. You can sleep so smooth or bounce all night. Put two together, get a whole lot more. Get the feel of the comfort core. You can bounce on it. Lay back, you don't have to practice. The best thing to happen to your mattress. Get together to do it like I did. Everybody get high. If you want somebody to get in your vicinity, you probably want to feel a little bit of a hybridity. Foam alone, out of five, maybe one star. Springs and foam, we're taking care of that lumbar. Mad back support, the best way to shack up or just get rest that won't mess your back up. Like a hot chick mixed with a particle physicist or a mullet. Party in the back of the business. Best of both worlds like Mars and Venus. The ultimate hybrid. Keeping it loose while keeping it tight We can make you sleep or play all night Put two together, get a whole lot more Get the feel of a comfort core You can bounce on it No stopping when the beat gets played back Springs keep it popping, foam keeps it laid back Party over here, get invited Everybody get hybrid Right. Listen, doesn't matter if your kitchen is charming When your bedroom's the most important part of the apartment What kind of bed do you keep back there? Does your girl want to chill on a beanbag chair? Hell no! You need springs and foam Cause if that bowling ball don't bounce You'll be sleeping alone And if the bed don't react Then you can't get low We got that type of bounce That won't spill your Merlot So stick with us and you'll get rewarded Cause I'm so gentle And I'm so supportive is where the magic is. And we just killed a song about mattresses.